the way these microphones work. Yep, see, Austin's a, a veteran. You had to make out with the microphone? Love the microphone. So one of my goals when I first started the podcast was to have a co-host who would sit um, where Jessica is and um, to have the guest there and where Kelly is and then where Austin is have sort of like a floating co-host who would do like four mm. or five shows or six shows. And, um, and I sort of had that planned out to be Josh Bridges this week, but he something happened. He he's, flaked. He's not coming till Friday. He wouldn't say he flaked in all fairness, but I mean. End of the day, he flaked. I mean, I think it was just lack of communication, but he'll be here Friday. He can really do no wrong in my eyes. <laughs> Did you see my post? Do you have about, a crush on Josh Bridges? Crush is strong. But like if he lived next door to me, that would be odd. Would you like him to live next door to you? I feel like he'd be a really fun character to have as a neighbor. <laughs> I mean, he's got a gym in his garage, so that'd be great. You don't have one? No. Oh. I she own a gym a mile from my house. But still. That's still far. What do you do if you're at home and you have to get a workout in and you can't go to the gym? She does a body weight something. Yeah. She always finds a way to Burpees work out. Burpees or squat push-up sit-ups. Handstand push-ups? Uh, I do in hotels. Not at my house anywhere. I never have, at least. How often do you do a home workout? Um, right now, not very often. I think it's more like when I'm traveling and don't have access to a gym or the hotel gym's not great. It's like you can get, you can always get something in. How come none of you commented on those those rings? Oh, maybe you did. I did, yeah, and I tested. We all out. did. You did. Okay. Maybe to each other. <laughs> That's right. It wasn't anything positive, so I blocked it. And out. you said, <laughs> you, and you said you have done thousands. Like you can thousands. Get, you can always get something in. How come none of you commented on those those <laughs> rings? Oh, wow. We sound great. <laughs> we sound pretty good. Fucking time warp. <laughs> My bad. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Did you guys ever see those cartoons when you were a kid where someone could throw their voice? Or like TV shows where someone could throw their voice, like I could talk and make it like sound like it's coming from the corner of the room? Do you guys? Oh, no. 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 And, and as a Austin's kid, I believed pretending. that that shit was possible. Did you think that that was possible when you'd see that and you'd be like, oh, I want to learn how to do that? Yeah. I bought a lot of things I saw in the beginning it was possible. And real? Yeah. Led to a lot of misconceptions. I did a, a podcast with Austin. It was 90 minutes. I think it's the longest one we've done. And we talked about his history from uh, childhood to blossoming into There's a, a lot to tell. Blossoming into a man. Did you see the pictures you showed us last night? There's a lot to tell for sure. Those <laughs> pictures won't make it, but people will create their own. <laughs> imagery yeah how did what what's your kelly Connection? and jessica how did you guys what's your first encounter with each other by the uh, way um austin maliolo is here as a uh super guest host kelly jackson is the guest jessica griffith yes not griffin griffith please griffith, is a guest teach. and um eric is here like usual um so 2015 I was currently in Boston that's how I met Austin and um, I was looking to get back to St. Louis I just got married and um, really rough uh, game season and so I thought team is the way to go it'll Meaning you didn't finish where you wanted to yeah and it just wrecked me like really wrecked me and so it was just kind of like I needed to take a step back, have a little bit more fun and enjoy my first year of marriage. And so I was exploring opportunities to go team and um, a couple, um, the team or the gym that Jessica was at uh, CrossFit 417 in Springfield, Missouri, I had known the owner, Jared Stevens, and reached out to him and they coincidentally had their one of their females was pregnant and so they were looking for a third female and so it was just kind of like the right place the right time um and so i headed down there visited the gym and met everybody and it was was jessica already on the team yeah she had already gone competed at the games with did, the team did you have any concern coming from like what was such a hub like boston and, and being on a superstar team to like sort of this a team of b players <laughs> they're I'm not sure. B players. They're they're a bunch of good, very good athletes there. In, and in at that point in time, 2015, she took Jessica took 456. Oh, he's <laughs> he's done his research in the open. In the year before, she took 5257. Yeah, I mean, so C players. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shots I like fired. This. I like this. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I mean, you've already established a name for yourself. People know who you are, except for those of us who confuse you with uh, Rachel Martinez. 
happens regularly. And um, I need to see you guys side I by know. side. I know it's I know it's going to be like, oh my god, they look nothing alike. Nothing alike. But right. we're five two and and brown haired brown and hair. short and okay. Uh, Is that why you dyed your, dyed your hair purple? Completely needed to separate myself, create she my own should, identity. She should chase you down <laughs> and do purple. Yeah. Okay, so you get on this team. Yeah. And are you concerned, all kidding aside, that like, hey, because success is important to you? A hundred percent. I went there. Knew, I had seen the team work out. I had been exposed to them. I've seen them at high-level competitions. And Did you Google her and look at her placements? No, I actually didn't have a lot of experience with the, the females on the team. But at that point in time, honestly, I, I, I knew I'd be taking a step back. Um but I needed it a little bit. I hate I hate the word balance, but I needed that. I needed to go somewhere where the stress and the pressures of competing wasn't as high. What's your husband do that he can move, just pick up and go from Boston so, to St. Louis? Like, so he like, didn't. He stayed in St. Louis and ran our gym. This is the craziest part of their relationship, yeah. the first year of their marriage. It blows my mind every time. <laughs> so I went to Boston on my own, had an amazing opportunity at Reebok and Reebok CrossFit One. And how to, often would you see your husband? Um, our goal was once a month and it turned into probably every six or eight weeks. Were there guys just hitting on you nonstop? Or the, you, like you, everybody's married in CrossFit. Okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Austin. Uh, no. 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 I don't I don't think I present myself that way. Okay. Okay. I don't know what that means, but we'll go with it. You don't present yourself as um single and prowling. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you present yourself as prowling at all. Right. But I but yeah, and if, and if you scratch the surface, you hear about your husband. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So He's back in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. You do a year in Boston with yep. a team. Well, I was individual in Boston. Individual. Um, which was an amazing experience. And what did you place that year in the games? Uh, not well. Bottom, bottom 30. Okay. I think Austin and I finished the same. So what did you finish? Wow. Misery does want company. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're like the same person when it comes to. 34? Yeah. That might be. I think Austin's 5'3". Yeah. He, but his hair did used to be purple. <laughs> probably yeah it was it was one of those moments where like the the regional workouts are released and it was if austin qualifies i qualify and then when the games workouts are released we pass each other and it's like we're, we're fucked in this workout <laughs> or it's like you got this we're do you have a good deadlift like this guy uh it's of my weightlifting it's one of my better lifts so so yesterday we were talking or a couple days ago we were talking about your wingspan yeah and I was telling that guy who was at my house last night, that giant guy was showing me, um, Alex yeah. uh, Matthews was showing me uh, a video of him deadlifting 490. I'm like, wow, I mean, that's crazy, right? And then, and then I tried to slip in there without being a dick and squashing his moment. I was like, well, this guy Austin's coming tonight and he deadlifted 570. And he knew who you were. And he goes, yeah, but his, his geometry makes that easier for him. And I'm thinking, I don't think so, but does it? If yeah, so it's the bar travels less distance. Okay. Right? <laughs> okay. Everything else is a massive detriment. How about wall ball? It's it's everything because think about it, anything that's super heavy weighted that has to pull above the deadlift position or push anywhere. It's a longer range of motion. What was the term used? Hip. Mediated. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Where I gotta throw these long, gangly, weak arms overhead. I don't want to do that. Can you throw a baseball hard? No. My quarter extremity expression is pretty poor. Oh, you would think it would be. It could be amazing, right? You seem more like a biter and nail eye gouger to me. Let's throw this out there real quick. Kelly won the deadlift regional workout this year. She's a fantastic deadlifter. Wow. Yeah. But I didn't. You did? My heat. Brooke beat me by a minute. Oh, well, she got second, right? Roku. Wells. Oh, that's good company. Yeah, yeah. Great company. A year in Boston individual. Husband goes back to St. Louis to run a gym. So I'm in St. Louis. Husband's in St. Louis. We, um, because we own you a leave, gym because there Because you leave Boston after being away for, for a year, you and, come back. And then I, I qualify for the games out of St. Louis, go to Boston. 
the training the training grounds. Okay. Meet Austin. I have an interest in in coaching and learning more, developing my coaching skills. So express to him that I have an interest in in pursuing more. Um, and so a job opportunity comes off of my first year at the games, 2014. So I go to the games, come home, uh, pack up my bags, and a couple weeks later head to Boston. My husband stays in St. Louis. Um, and so then I spend about a year and a half, just under a year and a half in Boston and then moved back to Missouri. Doing, living sort of the complete CrossFit lifestyle, training with world-class CrossFitters, working at Reebok CrossFit One, one um, and, and just... Living with Jen Smith and uh, Sammy Moniz, wow. also known as Matt Fraser's girlfriend. Okay. So like Ma- and all manager. CrossFit. And security time. blanket. Yes. <laughs> and best friend. Yes. And she's just everything. She's everybody's everything. I tried to wedge between them. Do you know when Matt came in here and did the interview? She she came in too. She sat right there. She's the best. She is yeah. the best. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wasn't saying that as a compliment. <laughs> well, that's more about, about it. Matt than I, it does Sammy. I, you know, it's kind of like, I was like, almost like, Sammy, get the fuck out. But I could see Matt just, Matt's so like, he would have left too. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It's Matt's way or the highway, yeah. which I, I, it's cool. And it was a great interview. He was good. Good. Sorry. No. So, and so I mean, that's Sammy, the story. Lived um, with Sammy. Did you ever, um, did Matt ever come over? Um, they were not together when, uh, I first moved there. And then I, I like, I would like to say like Austin might've played a role in the development of that relationship. Yeah. Matt came to Reebok CrossFit one for the event one announcement against Rich Froning. And, uh, when Matt, he walks in the doors of Reebok, does he start to melt and wither like the, like the wicked witch yeah. of the West? Like, <laughs> or like, or like that guy who looks at the Ark and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Starts to start melting. His Metcons catch on fire. <laughs> Did he come in the in his Nike L swooshed out? No. Okay. 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 So he the part that I. I didn't know it was your name, but what I heard was someone, Sammy said this, that someone gave Matt Sammy's number and said, yo, call this lady. Was that you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm, and maybe he said that and I missed that. Yeah. And that he never called her. Yeah. And that, so she just took the initiative and texted him and was like, let's do this. Yeah. And there was just chemistry and texting and. And that went on for a while. Yeah. And that's when you were living with her. Yeah. Did you guys coach her? <laughs> uh, Jen and I, Jen Smith and I are not two people to give relationship advice, probably. Like, like uh, the other day you guys coached me. I showed you that video of my dog biting my baby. <laughs> and you guys are like, don't post it. Yeah. Don't post it. Don't. I mean, I still posted it on my Rinsta. <laughs> on, on my Rinsta. What's a Rinsta? That's like my real Instagram ah, account. Ah. Yeah. Okay. With 17 followers. Yeah. <laughs> or 12 followers or something that's where you post stuff like your baby getting bitten <laughs> by your dog i mean it's not a real bite right right didn't break the skin no just for the record no no jessica needed no jessica needed um okay so man i feel like there's a lot of meat on the bone let's stick with matt and sammy for a second okay did matt ever come over to the house when you were there in that in that year like did you see any of the courtship no well i mean like we were part of like the text messages and the phone calls. But um, beyond that, it was just the beginning of the relationship. And so he was never, I don't think he was ever at the apartment. So he, he, he like never, Vermont. he never came to the house and, and you and Jen had a chance to poach him. Like be like, Oh shit, Matt's coming over. No. I'm putting this on and I'm putting up, I'm going to have on my phone, my best performance at the games, kind of just watching <laughs> it. And there was no, there, there was, was none no, of that. There no was opportunity that. to poach Matt. All right. <laughs> They were pretty private with their relationship. Okay, they're they're he's 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 private as I had him in here. Yeah, asking about his his moving to Cookville, and he didn't he didn't want really want to talk about it. Yeah, or when I asked him how much Nike paid him, he didn't want to talk about that either. That's weird. <laughs> hmm, I wonder why. Do you know how much he gets paid by Nike? No. Did Sammy divulge that? No. I get the other the other information, but not that. Okay. Oh. Want me to text her? Yes. <laughs> Ask for a photo. <laughs> Okay, so 
you're living there. Jen, Sammy, coaching, games athlete. Super excited to go to the games. Yeah. You go to the games. Yeah. You're done with the games. And you beeline back to St. Louis? No, I spent a couple months still in Boston trying to decide like what to do. Um, spend some more time coaching and less time being an athlete. Reebok CrossFit One was really accepting to us training for the games. Um, our schedule were, was deloaded a lot, so we were able to to train and treat that like our full-time job. But um, when I returned back after the games, it was like I owe the rest of the coaches some some time and energy and let them relax a little bit. And in that time, it was it was having the conversation with my husband, deciding on what was next. Do I want to continue on as an individual and and go to the games and place thirty fifth? Do I want to take a year off and and have some more fun? And then it was well, what about team? Why don't why how don't old are you? That? Uh, 33. Can you take a year off? Can a 33 year old take a year off? That's why I went team. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that was the right thing. I think I got fitter as a 33 year old going team. I think I was more fit going into that game season and I had some regrets about not going individually, but you know, you make choices and, and I think lifestyle wise, it was the right choice to make at the right time, but when you would come, when you wouldn't see your husband for six to eight weeks, and then you guys would um, come together, was there was there a difficulty in the re-entry period? No, it was almost like every time you see each other, it's the honeymoon phase hmm. because you're separated for so long. And I'm not a phone talker, so and neither is he. We understand that, like, I love him, he loves me. I don't need to be on the phone with you 24 hours a day. So I'm neither, here for 36 hours. And so neither of you have any OCD or anything like that. No. Okay. No. Cause, cause re-entry can be difficult in a relationship. Yeah. Like you're apart even for like a week and you come back and it's like, where's my mail? Where's this? Where's that? And like, you're like, holy shit. Next thing you know, you're, there's friction between you and yeah. someone you love and you're like, how did I get here? But it's really yeah. just, you're like, you're kind of your, I think it was a pretty healthy separation. Um, we had been together at that point in time about six years. And so going long distance really allowed us to start to have conversations again. Like you start to send emails and text messages and have a few more phone conversations. And so that that year, year and a half apart, I think we grew more and learned to appreciate like other things outside of getting to wake up next to each other every single day. Are you, are you married, Jessica? I'm not. No. Do you have a boyfriend? I've got a boyfriend. Oh. My sweet Tony. Gary. Gary. She has a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, dude, in four months, I'm, I'm, I'm like, dude, she has, a, she has a boyfriend. Relax. Are there any single CrossFit Games athletes with the exception of Dan Bailey? And Brooke Wills. Oh. Is she single? She's single. She's single and ready to mingle. Just saying. When, when Dan was in here, I think he was, I think it was like obvious he had the hots for her. But, but people tell me as Why wouldn't for someone you? else. Right. She is beautiful, right, and really good at CrossFit, and, and sm- a great person, and smart, and smart, but really difficult to interview. Really, I think. Hmm. Is she difficult to talk to when you hang out with her. No, we're we're like real, real close. Like even when you're talking on the, fo- you can talk to her on the phone. Oh, I don't know that we've had like a phone conversation where it's like, hey, how are you doing? What's going on? We text a lot. We were texting this morning. And I was asking her about her trip to Boston. Um, Did you write notes in high school? Yes. You did like pass notes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I just feel like texting is. Yeah. yeah. I used to love writing notes, passing to people in the hallways. Mm-hmm. That shit was cool. And then you fold it up really neat, and then you get all the gel pens to make it really pretty. I didn't do Oof. so much of that, but I did fold it up really neat. <laughs> I was all about it. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, when Austin was in high school, he was sharpening plastic knives and shit to <laughs> shanks. <Okay. laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you get to the gym, and, and there's this there's a pregnant chick there who's going to vacate the spot for you. You don't even have to try out. You're now going from maybe not being. Were you the worst person on the team in Boston? Where'd you fall? Just no, an no, individual. individual. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I was not last place at the games. Right, and and and. and we talked about this too. It's just tragic. Even if you took thirtieth at the games, it's still like whoa. Yeah. 
I mean, that would kill 99.99999% of the people to have to do what you did at the games in two months, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you show up to this team and are you the big dog? Are you the best person on the team? She's the big dog for sure. Yeah. In terms of experience, fitness, best, best friend yeah. time, um, fitness and experience, wisest. Yeah. I think so. But you're also walking into somebody else's gym, somebody else's team that has had experience at the games. So there who needs is to that? be who a is level. Uh, it's Jared Stevens' gym and his and his team. Um, so there has to be a and level of communication and respect to make it work. And the name of the gym? CrossFit 417. Okay. So it was a set, having Kelly on the team was the second year that we would have qualified for the game. So we qualified the year before. Okay. So that's what attracted Kelly to the gym. And did I you think. guys compete? You yeah. qualified and competed. We qualified and okay. competed in the 2015 games. And then that's when we kind of, you know, built our resume. So where it caught Kelly's attention. So she came to join us for the 2016 season. Okay. And then you guys competed on the team together in 2016. Yeah. And that was that the plan to compete together on the team in 2017 also? No. I, had we won the games, it might have been a different story. But immediately, not immediately, early on I knew that team isn't necessarily for me. So it was like finish this year and then reevaluate for 2017. But likely you'll go individual. Did, and, you, did you have any meltdowns while on the team? <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you get six people at a high level competing, it's stressful. There's, there's a Anything lot of... Anything so hurtful said that it couldn't be repaired? <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. You've... I tried to stay out of it, but... So I always... People constantly ask, how's team? How's team? And I always say, when you get to this level of CrossFit... This level of CrossFit attracts very alpha personalities. It's a very special kind of person. So when you put six of those personalities on one team, it's very, very hard to have a 100% peaceful, su successful um, training year. Um, and so we kind of, ex in, in at CrossFit 417, the beauty of that gym is it's the competitor's gym in town. So there are a lot of athletes there that are high level um, competing athletes. And so there were more than just three girls and three boys to choose on the team, more so the boys' side. So the, it wasn't the final decision for the team wasn't made yet. When Kelly came, there were four, five, six boys that were in the running to take those three spots. Um, so when you have, do you think that's disrespectful to call them boys? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> just <laughs> fucking men. Um, and that was a joke, right, Austin? <laughs> Okay, good. And so, so tell me about the boys. There's five boys competing for three yeah, spots. Yeah, so you know, Jared Stevens owns the gym, and then the the previous year it was Seth Conley and Austin Cahoy that were on the team, but then we had um, Tyler Christopher and then Tony Splaney, who's my current boyfriend. They were also and Seth Matlock. You could throw in there. We're throwing names out. Yeah, yeah. Were, this is going to be interesting. So your boyfriend was one of the candidates. Was one of the candidates. Okay. Um, and so there were different opinions on who the three boys should be. Um, and with, that was the very beginning of Tony and I's relationship. And so there were questions because I thought Tony should be on the team. Um, and purely for fitness reasons, I, if I had it, my not as a bed warmer, the not games. as a bed warmer. Right. No. And I personally would prefer not to compete with my boyfriend because I don't want our relationship. I, I just don't want to make, I don't want to shit where I eat, you know? Um, Kiss, he, kiss where you eat. Kiss where I eat, I guess, yeah. Um, kiss and, where you shit? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I turned yeah. it into a triplet. I should have left it a couplet. I'm sorry. Okay, go yeah, on. Yeah, so um, there were, you know, there were op different opinions, and that causes, you know, a little bit of... I know. Oh, I don't I was know just, how to... Thank you. I was yeah. just like, okay, you really like this. Okay, go easy. Go yeah. go careful, Sevi. No. I, I, mean... I, I would say so that what was said? What our was... women was... at that gym mm -hmm. were fucking studs. Yeah. Right. Like, I would go as far as saying we had the three best women on the field at the CrossFit Games. Who was the third one We We YouTube? won the women's workout. Yeah, the, anytime the... the women were competing separately, we destroyed the field. And who who is the third woman? Kelly Nicholas. Oof, love her. Okay. Yeah. Can I see her? We'll follow Kelly Nicholas. Kelly yeah. Nicholas, stud athlete. So you have these five guys; they're competing. What was the criteria that they picked? Narrowed it down to three. 
that was also kind of up there. Should we do the open? Should we do performances in the gym? Should we do experience? Like there were all these variables that just made it so confusing for everybody. Who gets the final word? The gym owner? The owner. Yeah. And does everyone respect that? No. So, oh, that's a problem. Um, so so when the, the question that started this was, were hurtful things said? I had automatically thought it would be during training or mm -hmm. at the games or at the regionals. But you're saying even the start was a bit rocky. Yeah. So, okay. and it got to the point where a decision had to be made. Um, and unfortunately, like friendships got involved, which sucks because it, CrossFit, it, it's fitness. It's like, we don't need to get, you know, why bring this into personal relationships? Fortunately, you know, the game training went, the team was decided, we went to the games, things were rocky after the games, but since then relationships have certainly been mended, which is the, what what I wanted to get at is okay. like, there were, uh, so yeah, that's Kelly Nicholas right here. On the far left, okay. Yeah. She's uh, doing HOA with Jen Dancer, Austin Coy and Seth Conley. But- um, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, but- Home, point owner's being, association. Point being is- HOA. Mm -hmm. Oh, Heart of America, Jeremy Myers competition. Oh, okay. okay. Team competition. Heart of America. Uh-huh. Okay. Great competition. Let's Sold see like a all of her pictures she's like weird looking. Like she's like she's got a costume <laughs> on or a one. filter or something. Can we see one where she's like so, just like smoking a cigarette hanging The out? running joke with Kelly, she never takes her shirt off. Like this picture here. Everyone's shirtless except Kelly, but she's so jacked and she's an amazing athlete. She's actually qualified for regionals individually. I want to say twice. Um, so she's the opposite of most CrossFitters. Right. Um, I think, so my experience at the games was kind of one of those, or going team was, you know, you, you learn a lot of lessons and my advice to anybody going team now is yeah. you really need oh, to I, like. Yeah, I, yeah. I recognize her. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You really need to like. Now that she has her shirt off, I, I know, I know her. <laughs> Kelly, take uh, your shirt off. You really need to like the people and respect your team more than you need to be good at fitness. Mm -hmm. Like six really great athletes is great, but if you don't get along, when shit hits the fan, you won't be able to rely on one another. Isn't there some irony there? Up. Because what Jessica is saying is if someone was brought onto the team, if I understand correctly, someone was brought onto the team that maybe wasn't the best choice, but because they were friends with the right person, which then rubbed some other people the wrong way, which caused friction, which damaged the the group. So you guys went into the games a bit damaged? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And, and was there a leader that could have like squashed that on your team? Like should, should, shouldn't have Kelly as the veteran? Um, so to... I, think, I think the problem was like th there was the men and then there were the women. Mm -hmm. And th oh. there was no like mending of the fences ac across genders. So it was oftentimes like women versus men. Mm -hmm. Um and so by the games, it was just like, let's just get this over with and survive the weekend. And, I think everyone was a little emotionally drained. Yeah. So. And then when you guys came back, was did you guys have a, like a, uh, did time mend the fences? Or? I mean, I moved, I went back to Gambit, my gym, and, okay. and went into individual mode immediately and offered, Jess was a stud athlete back then. Who? Jess, Jessica. Okay. Uh, and it was, her boyfriend at the time was also looking for a change. And it was like, my husband and I have a gym in St. Louis. We're both coaches. You both need, you both have potential. What's the name of your gym again? CrossFit Gambit. Okay. And uh, you both have amazing potential. We think you can both be individual athletes. St. Louis is open. We're open for you if you want to make the move. How far from where you're at? Three hours. Three, Three hours. hours, yeah. So you made the move. So yeah, I made the move, decided um, I wanted just to train to become try just to train with Kelly exactly to try to get some of the Kelly mojo to go as an yeah. individual. Yeah. So did you really think you had the potential to go as an individual? That was so when I started CrossFit now four years ago, the goal was always to go individually. Um so did team for two years. And even so I did team in twenty fifteen, even when twenty sixteen rolled around, that's the year I wanted to go individually. But then we had the opportunity to compete with Kelly and my perspective on it was uh, I have a really nice opportunity, one, to get to know Kelly and two, train side by side with someone who has been to the games individually. Um, so decided to continue to go team for a second year to just get that experience. Um, and so then when 2016 ended, it, I was like, okay, definitely 2017 is my time to go individually. And 
things at, like I mean you said. did amazing in the open in 2016 thank you yeah thank you thank you amazing. well so and how did you do in 2017 I Think the games page didn't have the stat up, uh, updated. I, I 2016 open. I apologize. I, I think I did. We did. I did qualify for regionals individually hmm. in 2016. It looks like you must have. You, yeah. did, you finished 97th in the world in the open. Okay. And do you know yeah. what you finished in the open in the world in 2017? Uh, it wasn't top 40. I know that. Okay. Was it top 100? Yeah. Okay. So you I did. Think you, I want to say it was like 80s, maybe. So I you don't did know. a little bit better. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, hold that thought for a second. When I fight with someone verbally, I try to say things that um, won't damage them. Yeah. Like you're a fucking asshole. Right. Mm -hmm. That's like, that. now you know I'm mad at Something you. Something you won't regret later. Yeah. Now you know I'm mad at you, but I haven't said, hey, you've been late. You're lazy and you've always been lazy since as long as I've known you and you're never going to amount to shit. That's, mm -hmm. that's. Yeah, that's a dagger. Yeah. Right. Um, like you don't say that to your husband or your wife. Right. I mean, that's like, unless you want out of the relationship or something. Were things like that said? I mean, things that were irreparable, like going back to the team thing, was it like things that were being said that were like, oh shit. Like I'm, I'm confused. You guys work so hard to go to the games and to go there and not like have gone and, and it is a Pope. dream come true and that's why it was like really unfortunate that this all was happening yeah it's like heartbreaking you guys should have been huddling exactly. up and hugging and I think that's something that's not talked about because I guarantee half of the teams that go into the games do not get along. Mm -hmm. I agree. It's, there's six people. There's, it's not all rainbows and, and unicorns. Like it is harder than it looks. And I think that's part of the process. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't the know. Team Austin series, went team the the team year. series this Austin year is just, just two participants. Way I, easier to manage. Yeah, ways. Are but you like, guys getting along now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We've always gotten along. Like it was okay. never a conflict of us or the women. Not jealous at all when she made the games and you didn't? Um Jeal Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Of course. <laughs> right, right. But like it's like it's CrossFit. Like I can't hate her for having a good weekend or for being amazing. Like Yeah. Like it was me against myself and it wasn't my weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, it was it was super interesting because going into the weekend, like I called my mom before the weekend happened. And going into the 2017 regionals. Mm-hmm. Okay. What number were you at your regional on your arm? Oh God, really? I have no you clue. You know why that's important? It's right because behind you. <laughs> you do? It's behind me? For regional? Uh, 17. We need 2017. Oh, Sorry. He here's why it's important. That number on your arm is your ranking at that regional. So mm -hmm. if you were four, you went in the fourth fittest. And I'm curious who went in. She was before me. I, she, she finished higher in the open than me. Okay. Yeah. So sorry. So now we have Kelly... All year long, like my training for 2017, the reason I was successful, the reason I was as successful as I was was because Kelly kicks my butt in the gym every day. She beats me nine out of 10 workouts, no problem. Um, and so, yeah, she beat me in the open. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, so when we got to regionals, I called my mom. And She'll I did, correct you when you're wrong. Just fuck. <laughs> I got that. Just fuck. <laughs> I... I did not expect to qualify for the games this year, but going into the weekend, I knew there was a chance. I knew I would probably be top eight-ish. Um, going into the weekend, I called my mom. I'm like, I swear to God, if I qualify and Kelly doesn't, like, I, I, it's going to break my heart. Like, it's going to be, it's going to suck because uh, I know how competitive Kelly is. Kelly is a phenomenal athlete because she's so competitive. And I tell everyone this and she's almost too competitive to a fault, but that's what makes her a great athlete. She hates losing so she'll kill herself to win. So when... And you were saying that yesterday, it, uh, off the air we were talking and you were like, hey man, I might lack fucking talent or whatever, but I'm not afraid to go into the pain cave and right. fucking grind. Right. Okay, she loves hurting. Yep. So when... Go back to that picture of Kelly, by the way. I, I want to ask her something about it when we're done. The one that was actually being used by CrossFit. It's a fucking amazing photo. Okay, go on. So you, you talk to your mom. You tell her you don't. Yeah. So then it, it happened. It I qualified and she didn't. And it was like, when they announced my name for fifth place, like and I- what went, place did Kelly take? Seventh. How close were you going into the final event? I I was probably out. I mean, I was out of it. Like Mathematically. Mathematically. Uh, I Like I, no excuses, was sick over the weekend. And so I don't think from event one, I mentally checked out. Uh just what what you shouldn't do as an athlete. I was like, I'm sick. I don't know how to overcome this. And rather than grind, I like used every excuse in the book of why I was going slower. 
So, but she still finished seventh, which is so impressive. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> That's you right there in that photo. Yeah. How come it got dark? That doesn't even look like you to me. I, it was California. I was tan. I, I live in Missouri. I'm never out in the sun. All right. What ethnicity are you? No idea. I'm a oh. mutt. All right. But everyone always says, "Hey, you're Italian." Yeah. <laughs> so you you you're in the final event. Mm-hmm. You go into the final event in what place? I think I was in fifth. So you just had to hang tight. So well, so Katie Trombetta and I were in contention. She was in sixth. She's in sixth. And fourth was too far away. I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure. Okay. I knew we I had Jonathan to. Haynes I knew I had to kill myself to, to get qualify. Okay. Um. So when they called my name, it was one of the most bittersweet moments in my entire life. Because it was that sprinting event. It was yeah the sandbag burpee and you carry the assault bike yeah assault yeah you assault carry, bike you carry something heavy across the finish line yeah. at the mm-hmm. end the sandbag when you finished do you know that you qualified uh, they announced it shortly after I didn't know you if didn't Katie know. and I I didn't know who would take fifth they announced you as the winner do you run over and so I took my second to like my year was successful my year of hard work and tears because I was working full time all year it's very stressful year it had paid off immediately then it's like my heart breaks and like look over and see kelly and i start crying because it's it's like it's literally heartbreaking she took me in under her wing kicked my ass all year long and then we get to the final weekend where we're supposed to perform and you know we're we're teammates and it's like all the hard work and effort that she poured into me like i couldn't enjoy that with her and it it was just literally I couldn't even enjoy qualifying because it's like she's not there with me and she's the reason that I qualified. It sucked. It really freaking sucked. It's a very like it's a very difficult position to be in. For me, it's more like it's about myself and the disappointment over the weekend and I've been to the games and you want them to enjoy it, but I mean it is bittersweet and it's Is tough. it emotional now like right now as we're talking about it? Uh yeah, and I think it will always be emotional mm-hmm. because I know how fit I was this year, uh, but it's CrossFit and it's, you gotta, you gotta show up, you gotta pay to play, you gotta earn the spot, whatever, whatever day, weekend, your regionals assigned, you you gotta prove yourself every day, day in and day out. And it's not about what you do in your own gym. It's about what you do at the competition that matters. And she came to play. She was a stud. Jessica Griffith, the fittest nurse in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. Who is the how close was second? I want to say Megan Scales. She's an athlete in our region. I think she got second. And is this the first year we did the fittest nurse in mm-hmm. the world? Yep. And did do you have a plaque or something that says that? Did no, they I wish something? I did. Uh, Reebok, and I want to rally. I Reebok keep... didn't send send a shirt that says fittest nurse. <laughs> can can you get her one, Austin? You worked there, right? I snagged one of the medical staff shirts at the games. <laughs> and, then, and then just sharpie in yeah. fittest. <laughs> how, how and so there's a fittest male nurse also mm-hmm. which i don't know who it is okay and he didn't make it to the games uh-uh. i don't think at least I'm, you know uh i'm sorry uh, if you're out there listening you know cara webb is uh with the uh fittest firefighter in australia oh is she yeah i also want to make one point real quick yes please patrick Villeneuve's in school right now that is way more impressive than being the fittest nurse on earth by the way i don't think he gets enough credit for being in chiropractor school full-time and being a really really impressive wait he's in chiropractor school yes isn't that an oxymoron don't i mean seriously you go to the chiropractor and they have three moves and it's all three all the chiropractors (laughs) i mean it depends on who the chiropractor is you're seeing but they have that they they have pardon me my chiropractor is a magician okay Mm -hmm. well I feel like they have like three moves. They do that thing where you lie down, they twist you, and you put your knee it's up by your still chest, medical and they crack school, you. And then they have that that steel they have that steel gun thing that taps on you. Oh, you think in Canada chiropractic schools just put some rub some THC on it or CBD or whatever that stuff is. But point being, it's like I I found CrossFit after nursing school. I could not have done what I do now in nursing school with CrossFit. There's no way. And so I just want to give him credit because that's really really impressive. I think, so I don't know if this has ever been said. Noted, noted, Mm -hmm. noted, but not believed. And (laughs) I don't know if anybody's ever said this out loud, but I think a lot of people out there buy boxes. A lot of people could be what? A lot of people like buy or start CrossFit affiliates 
or CrossFit coach because they think it's an easy access to train all day. And I don't think affiliate owners and CrossFit coaches get enough credit for their professions. And through CrossFit, they do. But I, I think it is really fucking hard to own an affiliate and to train and to be a coach because all day long, you not only have to enjoy your job as a coach and and love CrossFit and send that message, but like you have to be able to then go from standing and coaching for three hours to turn over and train. And in your training session, you have members walking in the door middle of Fran that are like, hey, can you tell me about CrossFit? And you're like, yes, I can. And so I don't think a lot of coaches, affiliate owners get enough credit for like the difficulty it is to manage doing both of those. I want to jump on that bandwagon too and say what's even crazier than that, in my opinion, is that you really are, she's a nurse, Jessica's a nurse here, and I'm stealing Greg Glassman's metaphor, but she is a lifeguard. You are a fucking swim coach. <laughs> People should be coming to you. They do not want Jessica. Right. That's Fuck. why I'll never be a coach at Kelly's gym. <laughs> that. You know what I mean? Like what you're doing is really the, um, um, she, she, and I apologize, Jessica, but, but, um, I don't mean this in a mean way at all. Cause mm -hmm. it's for, for 30% of the people who come into the ER, mm -hmm. you're godsend mm -hmm. for 70%. She's a fucking bandaid on their problem. Exactly. And like what she really knows, she can't even tell them. Right. Right. I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can't be like, Hey dude, stop drinking soda and don't eat bread for a month. And this shit will go away and you will never have to come back in here again. Mm -hmm. She could give them that advice. You get to say that. And, and by the way, there's people in this country who are trying to make it. So it's illegal for you to say that. Yeah. And make you have to take more classes and like to give nutritional advice. That's a whole nother uh, show. We got to get Greg in here for that. Um, yeah, it's insane what you do. It's insane. It's, it's amazing. Hey, you should, I, I guess you are just in the ER, right? I am. Amen. But I've done I, other stuff. Why? What do you think? I'm just thinking because, because there are a cadre of doctors and Greg is building this team of doctors slowly, but surely. And we know we, we, we predict that there's 20,000 doctors who are members at CrossFit gyms around yeah. the world. I mean, we have a half a dozen at least. Right. So there you go. So that number 20,000 is really low. Yeah. If there's 14,000 gyms. Mm -hmm. And two, two, each gym has two doctors. That's 28,000 doctors. Mm -hmm. It's those doctors that need to be prescribing CrossFit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, those nurses. Well, those... our friend at breakfast this morning was just saying that he's a Jordan Feigenbaum is a mind What's his freak. last name? Feigenbaum. It's all the Jewish. Feigenbaum. Yeah. Poo, that must have, he, he, he fought in the yard. But he was, he was saying <laughs> this morning that what 3% of doctors prescribe actual physical activity as part of the medication regimen, 3%. I haven't been to a doctor in years, but I went to a doctor once early in my CrossFit career. And I remember asking him something about nutrition and he says diet has nothing to do with it. It's crazy. I only yeah. go to doctors that do CrossFit. Yeah. How many people get injured in your gym? Not like in your gym, but come to your gym and they're like playing baseball last night. I sprained right. my ankle or something. Right. And the doctor said, you know, I, I need to put my membership on pause because the doctor said I can't CrossFit for six weeks. Bullshit. Insane. The best thing you can do is come back in here and we will make sure you're okay. Every time I see those people with those braces on their knees, I feel so uh, where they've had surgery and the doctor's telling them that they shouldn't bend their knee. I feel so sorry for them because I know the one thing that's happening. They're losing mobility mm -hmm. that they're never, ever going to get back. And my wife had several knee surgeries and finally we just took that brace off. Once the wound healed, mm -hmm. we took that knit brace off and just started working it and working it, working it. And then go to the doctor's appointment, put the brace back on. And you know what the doctor said? Oh my God, I've never seen someone with such mobility after taking the brace off. I mean, there's so many things that they prescribe that are, um, for safety and not intelligence, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's a um, it's a it's a tragedy. I'm sure you see it every day. Mm -hmm. ha, ha, speaking of every day, tell me about your work. How do you how do you do that? You're you don't actually stay at one hospital. 
So I'm a travel nurse. I work for an agency, not a hospital. Okay. Um, and so when I was living in Springfield, when Kelly was on our team, I was a full-time nurse at a hospital. Okay. When I got the opportunity to move up to St. Louis, I've always wanted to be a travel nurse. Um, so, and when I moved to St. Louis, I wasn't sure that that was necessarily going to be a permanent move. So travel nursing is perfect because I can take three-month contracts. So the hospital hires through the agency who contacts me and says, hey, St. Louis University Hospital needs an extra nurse. So I go sign a three-month contract. Well, the first three months in St. Louis was fantastic. So I just kept signing three-month contracts up until regionals. Uh, so I think I worked from September to May. And what's a work schedule look like for you? Like a work It's day, three, 12-hour shifts a week. Usually a nurse works 7A to 7P or 7P to 7A. Fortunately, in the ER... ER operates 24 hours, so uh, there's other shifts. So originally, I was working 3P to 3A. I'd go home at be sleeping by 4 a.m. and wake wake up at 10. When you were on the team, was everyone working around your schedule? No. Um, at, we there was a couple of people. There was a Seth Conley is a pharmacist, and Austin Cahoy was working at a vitamin shop or GNC or Did something. Did he ever offer you guys any drugs? No, <laughs> no, he did not. He's a very good pharmacist. Um, so we we all have... no no. Right. <laughs> I shouldn't speak up. No, uh, no. <laughs> um, Can the pharmacists prescribe drugs? No, no. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. They just have the license to hand them out, and they oh. check the doctor's DEA number to make sure it's all legit okay. and not someone with a fake prescription walking in. Anyways. Um, but yeah, there were a couple of people on the team who had jobs. So we all, and that's the other thing. It's hard to coordinate six schedules. It's really difficult. Uh, so right now I'm working 11 a to 11 P, which is nice. Cause I go work out with Kelly in the morning before a shift. Is or, your goal to go back to the games? Yeah. Are uh, you getting better? I think so. So I think this is year is getting a lot better. Yeah. Her today from a year ago, like night and day. Yeah. I think this year her husband does our programming, Andrew Essig. Um, he, really honed in on skills this year. Uh, and so I think this upcoming season will be more... Skills, meaning handstand walk? Meaning ring muscle ups. And like Look. quality of movement. Yeah. You know, a oh, year yeah. ago, Jess oh, could you just clean come over to the house 250 pounds, but over. you watch it like with your eye, your hands over your eyes and it's just like her quality of movement has improved tremendously. Gotcha. She's gone from sand briggs to... <laughs> <laughs> To Jessica you said that. To, to Kelly Jackson. Can we see um, Jessica's uh, hand clean? Do we have that? Hmm. From Twitter. I haven't posted a... Have you guys compared notes on running an affiliate? Is that something you guys talk about when you guys run into each other? Um, not too much. You know, since, since we uh, went back home, I mean, she's been cranking and I've been cranking, but you know, obviously when, when we were together, we often just shared best practices and that's just what was happening Are you coming up to get away from Jessica? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at this. This was when I was strong. I am not the strong right now. 25 pounds? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Her husband had us lifting. I can't lifting. deadlift that some days. Her husband had us lifting really heavy for the winter season, and I got really freaking strong. I could not. There's no way I could do that right now. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah, two hand cleans at 220. Do you, guys, um, do you guys know when you're supposed to rest as opposed to when you're supposed to work out? Do you guys have that figured out for yourselves? Yeah. You do? Yeah. I asked Matt that same question. He said he had no idea. I mean, a lot of it is listening to your body, but like I have a, a, a training regimen that I try to stick with more consistently in season. And I would say in season is like when you're prepping for the CrossFit Open. So I'm know, in season now, but it's still a little bit more casual. Like yesterday we- You are in season now? No. Casually. Like I, we roll in yesterday and hop off a plane and do Laredo. Like that's not on my programming. Okay. If I'm in season, I'm, I'm, I'm like, let's go are to a gym and make sure I'm hitting the things that I need to hit. Are you sore? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of pushups. <laughs> yeah. A lot are, of lunges. Are you sore? Austin's never sore. You do. Austin won, right? He did. He crushed it. 
I really wish I would have got a picture but of you guys. But we needed his range of, we need a video of his range of motion. Really? It was questionable, supposedly. Is he notorious? No, he usually moves really well. James was giving him he a He was hard trying time. to make us nervous yesterday. For... <laughs> I asked James yesterday, I said, do you ever get tired and want to walk? He goes, this workout, I was really considering walking. <laughs> Is that true? Was he? Yeah. He was moving. <laughs> if he, people always, you, you know, the, since Mayhem won those two championships, it was like, holy shit, you know, Rich really is connected to God. He just fucking giving him win after win. <laughs> if if this guy goes on a on another team and that team wins, I think it'll be clear that Hobart was the. That's true. It's something to bring up what Kelly kind of mentioned earlier with the team stuff. Mm -hmm. You look at Rich's team, and I'll tell people this too, and I don't know from an insider's perspective, from an, from an outsider's perspective, it's super interesting to watch Mayhem because on p paper, their like their boys are phenomenal, but their girls are not necessarily the three top girls in the world. But they're like they have one leader. No one's going to tell Rich no. And they have one communicator, one leader, and they all listen to one person. And I think that's the secret to their success is it's unbelievable to watch. It's like they have one system, one way, and no one questions that. It's super important to team, I think. I think that's very well said. Yeah. Is that true what she said, Austin, from what you know, the insight you have? Yeah. It's, it's a strong leader. Do you think the women on this team suck too? <laughs> <laughs> Kristen, Ellie, Lindy, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> are there there's dot, one dot, dot. there's at least one there's at least one i think um we've covered good ground yeah you guys yeah. happy you guys have any parting words you want to oh this picture who took that picture i don't know but i love it so much yeah that's that's an amazing uh, photo of you and how did it you. become part of your um profile did you post that hmm. or does crossfit do okay. that for i think you? crossfit did it really yeah. Wow, we kick ass. Mm -hmm. That's an amazing photo. Thank you. I Dave, love it. I don't know who oh, took yeah. it, but whoever did, thank we'll you. We give Dave Ray the credit. This, Default so this, to him. He runs our photography department. Awesome, because this was the first event, and I ended up winning, which I, I don't know how that happened, because Kelly smashed I, me I in practice. I don't know either. Yeah, Kelly <laughs> smashed me in practice. and Not only do you look amazing, it's just a great photo of you. You look beautiful, but there's a technique there being used. See how you're... <laughs> in focus do i look athletic in that picture no you <laughs> yes yes there's some camera movement there a subtle camera movement that keeps you sharp but blurs the crowd that mm -hmm. is not an easy technique i mean that's like you should you should we should you should walk down to dave ray's office and see like hey i want the original of that yeah i love it i love <laughs> and it have so it blown much. up and put in kelly's house <laughs> no motivation like true story though if you're looking for a gym to train at our gym Aha. Has produced three female games athletes. Heck yeah. Uh, and, sh and really, really awesome regional competitors too. Yeah. Who's the, who's the third one? Um, so Alexandra Latrance from mm -hmm. 2014. Wow. Uh, was She moved to Gambit. I met her through a sponsor, moved to the gym, trained, made it her first year going individual. Do you have any uh, sponsors, Jessica? And then left. I do. Uh, Driven Nutrition for supplements. Um, she can't hook you up with Reebok or Austin can't. I don't know. We she's on that. Like haven't really had the noble train. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm a oh. no, I'm a noble fan. Um, I'm not signed, so it's not official. <laughs> How old are you? 26. Okay. So, so Kelly is old. Six, six years, seven years older. 34 next month. Wow. Almost masters. <laughs> are you going to go masters Austin? Same reason Dan doesn't go. Same reason. I'm, I figured I'm going to compete in Nationals. We'll just compete. We'll just keep the team together. Yeah. I don't like Dexter Masters. <laughs> Who's the oldest Masters athlete? Do you guys know? Ever? No, sorry. <laughs> Who's the oldest team athlete at the games? Do you know? Oh. Mm -mm. Probably somebody we wouldn't know. Like, you think there's someone 50? <laughs> no. no. Probably someone in the 40s. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Who? How old was the woman on Mayhem's team? She was forty, yeah. but 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 that was two years ago. Okay. Different now. Lauren. What's? Who's the oldest individual competitor at the games this year? Josh, Sam. I think Josh. Oh, maybe Sam or Josh Bridges. Josh Bridges is thirty. Four, thirty-three, thirty-four. So Sam's older because yeah, she would have qualified Sam for masters. masters. Who? Um, what should I ask Josh? Is there anything you guys want me to ask Josh when he's in here? I Just, think besides invite him to work out at your gym to move to San Luis. Yeah. So he is from St. Charles. So tell him that when he's in Missouri, he needs to come train with us. Come home. Or invite us to get his ass kicked. Mm. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, Did he post that? that? We're looking at a throwback of Josh Bridges. Dude, that he looks older there than he does now. <laughs> I love how you liked it. <laughs> the chin grab and the frosted tips. Oh my Classic. god! And he looks six four. He does look enormous in that picture. Yeah, look at his hands. He looks like Tony Robbins. Jeez, Louise. Oh, man. What else we got? Let's dig around in Josh's thing a little bit and make a few comments. Nine <laughs> Eleven, doing his part, hitting that stupid green. Can I tell thing. you my favorite Josh Bridges moment? Yes, please. At the games, we're talking, uh, warming up, doing something, and they're they're calling the teenage boys to line up, calling all teenage boys. And Josh Bridges goes, you know, like that kind of sounds a little little perverted. Teenage boys, please line up. Teenage boys, please line up. Teenage boys, get in the van. Get in the van. Right. <laughs> that was my I, favorite moment with him. How many How many different hospitals have you, since you've been a contractor, just one? The one just one. Just yep. one. Okay. So uh, the way I make it work is you can't be at the same place for more than a year. You have to take time off or go somewhere else, and then you can come travel back to that location. So from regionals to the games, I just took time off to get ready for the games. Uh, all year I was putting money in my savings to hopefully maybe qualify for the games. And then I ended up doing it. So I had that's you had that money to live off of. That is me Yeah, I wouldn't at my fittest. Uh, are you bleeding on your shoulders? No, uh, just, just so jacked. <laughs> Those are shadows. <laughs> Those are striations. Looks like you got in a fight with Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Are you in? Nice oh no, this is. This is, I don't, so whenever a photographer posts a picture, I try not to, I don't edit them because I feel like that's offensive to the but photographer. Wow, that's obviously. So Mr. Trey Witt, if he put very considerate structure and sharpen on that picture, it's it's not of me. Um, uh, when you, how are you as a nurse? Are you like really friendly? Are you stern? Are you? Um, she like, doesn't have a stern bone in her body. Are you stern? It could be wrong in the hospital. So but in the like, hospital, it's a little different. Uh, the ER, especially downtown St. Louis, will make you very cold-hearted. Right. Uh, you've got a lot of people that don't belong in the ER that come in and expect you to bend over backwards for them. So it's it's a frustrating job, and you've got to learn how to stay professional. Um, but I love I love taking care of people. I love being kind to people. Um, and Is that why you became a nurse? Uh, became a nurse because I was discouraged against becoming a doctor and physical therapy was too boring for me. So nursing was the next stage. Uh, so yeah, it's been an awesome, awesome career. Uh, I I think my coworkers would tell you that I'm a pretty happy, warming. But person. I mean, but I mean, in the hospital as nurse, you're not. You're stern. I uh, there's no bullshit. Yeah. If that's what you're asking, yeah. Right. I mean, I let I let slide what's appropriate to slide but if there's something not cool going on i'm i'm not afraid to say that's not okay like i love nursing students too. i love teaching nursing students and if they do something wrong i love pulling them aside to teach them hey like this is what happened this what sh is what should have happened this is how we fix it and, do you, and do you like being directed like you like direct communication like that too i i love being a nurse because i follow the doctor's orders i don't have to prescribe i don't have to diagnose i'm very much you tell me what to do and i will make sure that job gets done above and beyond your expectations. Give me an example of like some, some bullshit you won't tolerate. Oh man. Especially, as far as a patient or yeah, like patient. I want to hear some, some disciplinary like patient yeah. shit. So like okay. what if someone's yelling? Like when well, you said there's like, I know those ERs have the regulars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We, frequent flyers. We call them. So we have like a <laughs> drunken row. It's a row of blue recliners where all the drunk people, cause drunk people bystanders will call, Hey, this guy's wandering the streets. EMS brings him in, he's wasted or high on heroin. Um, and so if we had a guy the other night that was drunk and he was just wandering the ER. So 
and he's and going by the exit door where he can leave, which is not safe for him to leave. So I go up to him. I say, bud, this isn't this isn't going to fly. You're here. You need to be here. You need to sit in this chair. You need to put these. We put all of the drunks in red scrubs, paper scrubs. So what they're identified as intoxicated and we need to keep an eye on them. You need to put your Merlot scrubs on. You need to sit here and you need to be quiet. And if you have an issue with that, you need to let me know. Are they really called Merlot scrubs? (laughs) Oh, shit. Pun pun intended there. All right. All right. Good. Yeah. So, I mean, you just, you're nice until someone gives you a reason not to be nice. And then you say, no, there's a line that you're crossing. Do they ever need to be zip tied to those chairs like security comes? We we do have um, restraints, but we just have to do all the documentation if we use the restraints. So I come in, I'm high on heroin. You let me sit in the chair and ride that shit out? Or do you put something Mm -hmm. in me that brings me back? So I give you Narcan. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So that, yeah. And they're actually, so the, and then I assess, hey, Savan, uh, you just did heroin. We do have Narcan, which reverses heroin. No, thank you. you. Would you like us to send you home with some so your family can give you Narcan next time you decide to shoot up? It's insane. And do they take it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's nuts. Um, Does that, does that just bring you right back, right Mm -hmm. away? Right back. Hmm. Possibly so. So they'll so if you overdose on heroin and you're unconscious, you go to the closest hospital. Um, unfortunately, that usually is my hospital because of the part of town that we're in. Uh, so then have the, you done heroin? I have never done no. heroin. Never. No. Um, and so, what's interesting is when you give the Narcan, it's street drugs, so you don't know necessarily what you're dealing with. Um, so they have to stay and wait. At, it's one to two hours. I think it's two hours that they have to stay in the chair to make sure that the Narcan doesn't wear off before the drugs wear off because the Narcan can wear off oh, and then the drugs shit. kick back in and then they are and overdosed and die again. again. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you could overdose and die again, even though you didn't take any more. People come in dead and we give them Narcan and they come back to life. And do you tell them when they come back? Like, yo, I just saved your life. You and they're been- usually not very kind because they're pissed you killed their high. Yeah. <laughs> You ever done one of these? Yeah. Is, you have done this? Yeah, there's Narcan. There's Narcan or Epi shots. Like if a person's having an anaphylactic reaction, you give them Epi. My first time was at a... Do you do it like that? Like put a little red dot on them and aim and no, shit? No, no. Three! <laughs> Is it that fast? No. It takes a second. Uh, so they're usually not... They have a heartbeat, but they're not breathing usually when they come in overdosed. And they're usually pale and their family's freaking out because they're not, they're unresponsive. So you bring them in the trauma bay, you give them Narcan, continue to kind of sternal rub them, resuscitate them. You're usually yelling at them, saying to wake up. Let me ask you this question. So I had a friend in in college and um, he died from, he died on heroin. Mm -hmm. And the story was, uh, and I went to school at UC Santa Barbara Mm -hmm. and, and he was already out of school, but he hung out and he was around. And uh, the story was that he had climbed, he was in an avocado orchard and he climbed up into an avocado tree, shot himself up and was lit and, and nodded off. Mm-hmm. And that um, a branch mm-hmm. got pushed up against, I guess, this Clotted artery probably. Yep. I guess that one. Or his airway. I don't It depends on how, I don't know. And, and that's what killed him. That's crazy. Is that possible? Yeah. Oh, of course. Like that doesn't sound far-fetched to you? Well, it probably wasn't the carotid artery because they always say when you check a pulse in your neck, only check on one side. You don't want to do both sides Mm -hmm. because that's when you occlude both arteries that supply blood to your brain. So don't do that. Just one side. Uh, (laughs) Or do both sides sides. in in appropriate situations. It probably was a tree branch that occluded his airway maybe. I don't know. Okay. But but it doesn't sound far-fetched. No. Okay. So that was the story we heard over and over and over. I mean, I, I don't think so. Wow. Because if he was already respiratory, like depressed, and then you got a tree branch kind of on your throat a little bit, it could definitely make it hard to breathe. And yeah. you lost any friends from heroin? Um, acquaintances. Uh, that that that's probably more honest for me to say. Acquaintance. Your friends that have done it? Is that what you're saying? Acquaintances. Yeah. Di- di- not done it. Died. Yeah. Oh. Lost it. Lost no. any family or friends so. from? 
from the Although big age. Kelly's gym is right in the middle of downtown and she's had friends out, not friends, acquaintances, people, acquaintances, people, homeless people outside the gym. She's like seen, she's like, Jess, some guy had a needle in his arm. Yeah. <laughs> Passed we're out in the car. St. Louis. Well, we're like a mile outside downtown, but we get. Did you pull it out? Uh, no, I was terrified. And there was a group of people, but he was just like hanging out of a car. Are you sure it wasn't a Halloween costume or like it a was the middle of can- the summer? Candy so. camera. <laughs> Anything is possible in the city of St. Louis. The Arch is an amazing place to do Fourth uh, of July. Have you guys done that? Uh, no. It's I mean, amazing. like I've been in the city. Have before. you done it? Yeah, I did it. Yeah. Yeah. How cool is the Arch? The Arch oh. is amazing. <laughs> it's I mean, an amazing structure. Yeah, just, and that whole scene there on the Fourth of July. I was there uh, one Fourth of July. Um, and they had opened up the fire hydrants. They don't really do that on the West Coast, or I've oh. never seen that. And the kids were playing, and the fire department was How, out. When was like, this? Well, four years ago. Oh, huh. I'm not. I'm not familiar. Five years ago, six yeah. years ago, last ten years is yeah. a blur. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for yeah. having us. Yeah, it went even better than I thought. Yeah. Sweet. There's yeah, certainly some interesting things here. Thank oh, you for yeah. sharing so much. Yeah. yeah. We never even talked about the team series. <laughs> you guys are about to go downstairs and fucking kill yourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Go get that.